Hi, this is Big Talk. Michael Glab here. And uh, sort of an odd show this week. I've got four people on a screen in front of me. Generally, we like to do a nice one-on-one here, but this is a, a special occasion. Big news out of the Bloomington arts community. Some of the biggest and most respected arts organizations uh, just made an announcement yesterday. First, how about if I introduce my guests with their current titles, because those titles are going to be changing a little bit in just a little while. So we'll start with uh, Chad Rabinovitz, who's sitting in a parked car somewhere. Gosh, I don't know where. Guy Outside is. of a Taco Bell in Indianapolis. Did you order yet? I'm not even here for food. I'm here for the free parking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Chad Rabinowitz, who's the producing artistic director of the Bloomington Playwrights Project. Next would be Kate Galvin. She's the artistic director of the Cardinal Stage Company. Hi, Kate. Hi, Michael. Nice to see you. Nice to see you again. I've had all these folks on Big Talk in the past. And finally, uh, John Armstrong, he is the co-founder and chief operating officer. Oh, you know what? I tried to do this already, and he corrected me. I'm going to let him do it. John, what the heck are you? (laughs) Well, I co-founded Pegasus Pictures, uh, which is a movie company with Zachary Spicer several years ago. But we actually have a nonprofit company called Pegasus Institute, And that company runs the Bloomington Academy of Film and Theater and does a lot of student-directed work in Bloomington and around the state. And I'm the executive director of that company. Uh, Also sitting in is Cassie Hocken. She's the marketing manager for Cardinal Stage Company. She's preferring not to say much. Uh, She's going to wrap us over the knuckles if we say the wrong things. Everybody clear on that? Yes, sir. Got the rules. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So yesterday... Uh, Big news came out. Three of the biggest, most respected, and venerable performing arts organizations in this town announced they will become one. The Bloomington Playwrights Project, the Cardinal Stage Company, and the Pegasus Institute will become one of Indiana's largest arts organizations when this merger is completed on July 1st. That's this year. This new combine will also seek to take control of, and this is big news too, the Waldron Arts Center. Now, the Waldron Arts Center is in the hands of the city right now, and this organization hopes to complete a renovation of that facility by the fall. All right, uh, I'm going to throw this out there. You guys are all getting together and you're going to have a marriage, as it were. Oh, my (laughs) God. (laughs) At risk of being uh, racy, it's going to be a menage a trois because there are three of you all getting together. And uh, boy, it's hard enough for two people to get together. Now three. So who wants to start by telling me what the heck are you guys doing? I can jump in there. Um, So this idea had sort of been kicking around before I got to Cardinal. Um, Chad and our managing director at Cardinal, uh, Gabe Gloden, uh, who had previously worked at BPP, had had some preliminary discussions about potentially joining forces between Cardinal and BPP, but Cardinal was in the midst of a leadership transition, and so that idea had to be tabled until they hired a new artistic director, who ended up being me. And then in the 
in the year that I arrived in Bloomington, Pegasus Institute was also getting off the ground and both Cardinal and BPP were instrumental in helping launch the Bloomington Academy of Film and Theater. We've partnered with Pegasus in various ways to help get that organization off the ground with marketing support, with administrative support, teaching artists, things like that. So we sort of already had this uh, three-way relationship developing uh, in, in large degree, you know, thanks to to John and, and the folks at Pegasus as they sort of formed the <laughs> the uh, keystone of our triangular <laughs> relationship. But yeah, when when the pandemic hit, we all, you know, had a little more bandwidth to think about how we could work better together. And we started talking more seriously about what a more formal relationship would look like. Should that just be a coalition or a partnership or should we actually join forces and form a new organization together? And and ultimately that's what we decided to do. And and while I don't think the, um, and, and nor do I want to give the impression that like we the, the pandemic weakened us to the point that we needed to do that, the pandemic certainly did allow us the capacity to sort of focus on this idea of the merger because we weren't on the treadmill of production in the same way we had been for years and years. Chad Rabinovitz uh, of the Bloomington Playwrights Project. Why do you want to do this? Well, there's many reasons. I think uh, at the foundation is the question, can we serve the Bloomington community better together? And can we serve the national arts community our theater community better together? And uh, uh, the, the simple answer is yes. I mean, this is the most heavily vetted menage a trois you've ever come across. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for whatever that means. But we've spent two years analyzing that, that core question. Uh, and all of the metrics yield that we're simply going to be not just a large organization, but a more effective one, a more cost-effective one, and one that has a greater potential for the future uh, as we're innovating how theater and film, how new plays and established plays come together and how a business model, our unique business model can revolutionize how uh, the uh, theater down the line, the future of theater exists. Well, Chad uh, makes reference to it. John Armstrong of Pegasus Pictures, you're a filmmaker. What are you doing with these old hat people who uh, do stuff uh, on a proscenium arch stage <laughs> yeah stop slumming it john yeah. <laughs> what, am I, what am i doing no you know what's kind of fun well at the heart of everything is good storytelling and that's the tie that binds all of it and so we're going to be able to create a lot of opportunities to tell stories to a myriad of audiences in a myriad of different ways that i'm really really excited about uh, but me personally, I've had two degrees from IU in theater, one in musical theater, one in acting. And I've always been a theater guy, as has Zach. Um, and we really came to film through storytelling on the stage. So we already had that, that commonality between us as organizations. And so it just seemed like a natural fit. In the, in the world, there's a lot of crossover between film and theater. It just doesn't always happen a lot on the regional level. So we're going to be able to bring all of our expertise together and sort of create that giant uh, model uh, on a small scale. Well, let me give a little background on the three organizations right now, just in case any of our listeners have not heard of you folks. And gosh, I don't know why they wouldn't have. But in any case, Pegasus Pictures established in 2014. It's eight years old at this point. Four of the films that have been produced by that outfit are 
Ms. Whitelight, the good Catholic, the miseducation of Bindu, and uh, that Michael Corita book, So Called the River. The Bloomington Playwrights Project is the old folks uh, around here. <laughs> yeah. they've, been in, they've been in business for, uh, by my math, 43 years. My golly. That's older than half of you people. Most of you people, for God's sake. <laughs> they produce first-run plays by young playwrights. They've produced more than 500 plays since their inception. Now to the Cardinal Stage Company. Uh, they're 16 years old. They're just young punk kids. Uh, they were established in 2006. Their first production in January 2006 was Thornton Wilder's Our Town, and they've done a million things ever since. Uh, well, maybe not a million, several Probably hundred. not quite a million. Yeah, <laughs> several hundred thousand. Once you guys go into the Waldron and the renovation is complete, what's going to happen there? What, what, what's going to, will, will the public go into the Waldron and, and see Kate and get uh, John's autograph and, and uh, go out for <laughs> a drink with that's Chad? That's the only reason people should come to the Waldron is to see me <laughs> and to get John's autograph. No, that's no, no. Right. <laughs> um, so we're really excited. So we're, we're still in the negotiating process with the city. So hopefully that will be finalized soon. It's been a, a long road to get to uh, an agreement with the city because you know how bureaucracy moves. But the goal is that our management contract will take effect in July when our merger is official and legal. And we will uh, do a nice facelift for the building to make it a really exciting and vibrant place to be. We're aiming to open a lounge on the first floor opposite the gallery. Um, we will be maintaining the gallery and uh, we'll have a gallery manager to make sure that there's uh, art visual art shows going in there four times a year. Um, and we will be continuing to manage the space as a community arts venue. And I think that that's really important that everyone hear that, you know, it's not like we're taking over the building and we're the only people who are going to be using it. We're taking the uh, mantle uh, from Ivy Tech and we're, you know, carrying the baton forward to continue to provide uh, resources for our local arts groups including our own, <laughs> uh, to produce shows and to show their visual art. And we're really hoping to make it a more accessible space so that people who don't have as many resources as our organization are going to have are able to get their work off the ground. And, and we're, in fact, working on ways to support them to do so. Now, correct yeah, me John. if I'm wrong. Uh, John, you're the uh, chief fundraiser of this operation. I had seen a figure that says you need about a million dollars to put the Waldron where it should be. Where are you going to get that money? <laughs> uh, well, uh, luckily, the city, after their exploration and feasibility of the building, agreed to a, a sizable commitment of a half a million dollars in the building to take care of all the deferred maintenance. The building needed a lot of work just to be able to open the doors again as it was. When we came together with this larger vision, our first stop was Cook, was Cook Group and Carl Cook specifically. So we have a wonderful commitment from Cook Group to support operations of our organization and, a, a, and a, another very generous contribution from Carl Cook to be able to go into the building specifically and give it a sizable facelift. So we uh, have a great leg up in our fundraising efforts However, it 
in order to maintain our status as a community arts organization, we really have to rally the community around this effort. And it's only going to be successful if the community decides that they want it to be. So that's where my focus is now, is now having Cook in the mix is to go out to the community and say, hey, will you support it? Now, I understand that on April 23rd, 2022, there's going to be the Big Bang. Now, what's the Big Bang all about? The Big Bang is our first, and I guess I'll feel this one as a fundraising guy, but uh, it's in the tradition of Cardinals uh, Red Feather Bash uh, that they've had in many years. That is, it's our first joint fundraising gala, and it's going to be an amazing event. Uh, we are going to announce the name, the brand new name of our new organization and reveal our new logo and design. We don't even know a name yet. We oh, don't even know we that. Know. We do. We do. Oh. <laughs> okay, you no. don't. Okay. I, I've got a few extra dollars in my pocket. Mom, here. How much is the word, want? Michael. I sorry. Know. Come on. <laughs> well, it was really You'll just have to come to the party. Process. Yeah, you have, you have to come to the party to find out. We worked with a naming consultant to come up with something that we really felt embodied the spirit of what we're doing and also paid homage to our organization's traditionally. And the only hint I can give you is that the Big Bang is a nod to the name of the organization. Ooh. Take that for what it's worth. Wow. And how fitting that we are on Big Talk talking right. about this. <laughs> Chad, are you happy with this? Uh, I'm ecstatic with this. That was an easy question. Next question. Oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> it, I mean, every, everything raises with this merger i mean we're we're also at the uh, gala gonna be announcing our new season uh that kate and i've been working on and i couldn't be more excited about what our capabilities are as the merged entity of what we can do with the mix of new works and established works i'm excited about kate was mentioning how we're going to steward the waldron space well we also have the ted jones playhouse and we have the two theaters and we're putting all this money into those locations and the space is even more available because we can now uh, rehearse offsite at our offsite rehearsal studio, build offsite and load in, which is going to make the community, allow the community to have more access uh, to historically uh, tight spaces to get into with uh, beautified and more technologically uh, prepared spaces as well. So, and we're going to provide even some of the manpower to help usher these uh, uh, groups along. So everything's, everything's a win. Now, once this thing kicks off, will I be able to still go to the Bloomington Playwrights Project, Ted Jones Playhouse, and see plays? Absolutely. Yes. So we're going to be okay. programming. Yeah, yeah. You just won't call it the Bloomington Playwrights Project. Yeah, you'll be calling that, that new thing that John alludes to that for the right price we'll tell you about. Uh, but we will program across all three theaters, the two spaces of the Waldron and the Ted Jones Playhouse, based on... A lot of people are asking, well, does that mean all the new plays are still at the, the TJP, as we call it? No, uh, Kate and I are designing it based on what space is right. And we'll still also use the Buskirk Chumley Theater, who is uh, a close partner with us as well. At one little point, we also, uh, Pegasus Institute is bringing in its movie production facility on 7th Street, right after the Grant Street Inn. So in addition to emerging theater groups, we hope we'll find some emerging film production companies that want to come in and use our gear and, and start to tell narrative filmmaking, uh, you know, on screen as well. Kate, why are you the point person? You seem to be like, <laughs> you seem to be like the big dog here. 
<laughs> um, well, uh, my role at the new organization uh, is to sort of be, you know, Chad and I are co-artistic directors, but my, we're, we're sort of dividing and conquering in terms of understanding the huge scope of what we're trying to do across film and education and theater. Um, my role as the artistic director is to sort of oversee the the total vision of the company and make sure that everything we're doing, whether it's new play development or educational programs or a short film project or a holiday production at the BCT, that everything is in line with our mission and serving our community and serving our goal of impacting the national performing arts industry with our new work development. So I've got to keep my eye on the ball to make sure that all across all departments, we are serving our mission. Um, and Chad's focus is primarily going to be new work development and he and the new works programming and he's overseeing he's supervising Zach, who's going to be running the film program as well. So yeah, and so I'm like overall vision, main stage programming, education. And uh, yeah, so and I got to know, I got to know what's going on in got, every department. <laughs> and then the third, we should mention the third executive member. So Kate and I, and then Gabe Gloden is the third executive right. staff member. And so he's now, in charge of all things administration. Yeah. <laughs> He's he the king push, of administration. He gets to push the pencil. Now, <laughs> right. you folks, as you said before, you started noodling around about three years ago, and then you formed the Bloomington Academy of Film and Theater. What did that accomplish? John, do you well, want John, to speak to that? Go, yeah, you should Yeah, sure. I moved back to Bloomington in 2017 to run a film company and but my background was always in education i got my master's at iu and in, in acting and i taught on the collegiate level for a long time i caught it i taught at the new york film academy and other regional theaters and so i knew that education was going to have to be a big component of how i was going to be able to start a new business and sustain myself but as i looked at the landscape of bloomington i saw a lot of other educational efforts but no one had a dedicated director of education or enough bandwidth or uh, operational support to really sort of blow up education programs. So I just huddled up with Kate and Chad, who are open and collaborative people, and said, why don't we just put it all under one roof? And I can sort of take the model from the New York Film Academy, which offers all disciplines in performing arts, and just put that under one umbrella. And then we can all contribute to it. And these guys went to their boards. Everyone said they thought that was a terrific idea. So we did. And that what that accomplished was it got us to start collaborating and to work operationally together. So BPP was doing all the budget management for the organization. And we were programming the schedule. Kate would come and teach some classes and run camps. So it was really just a collaborative effort to get us to pull our our resources and talent uh, under the umbrella of education. Well, I'll just add that it really embodies what this has become. Uh, John, uh, especially with the resources and the skill set that he had, could have easily come in and just said, oh, uh, that's nice that you guys have education programs. We can do it better. We can do it bigger uh, and put it together. Instead, uh, John, in a very collaborative mindset, came in and said, how do we work together? How do we create something uh, jointly that's that's bigger and, and uh, more efficient and effective. Uh, and that really forms the foundation for what we're now doing on an even grander scale. I have a feeling when I ask this question 
nobody's going to want to jump in because this is a sticky one. Okay, then Kate, I nominate Kate. (laughs) (laughs) Was there any resistance either from inside your respective companies or from big financial supporters to this merger? Did you have to fight the fight? I, here's, here's what I'd say to that. We, yes, we absolutely did because it's a good fight to fight. Change is hard. Change is growth. And I, I don't think if, if we didn't uh, have anything to fight, uh, then th- that would have spoken poorly of the institutions that we've built already. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it really was about coming to terms with who we, uh, what we've accomplished and understanding where those overlaps are and what we can newly create. So yeah, it took convincing, uh, it took vetting, uh, but it's because of that that we're so confident and strong in where we are coming into this merged entity now. We don't take it lightly. We know that we've made the correct decision. We know we're setting up the future of the Bloomington Arts community uh, by having had that fight and by coming out on the other side. Yeah, I, I will second everything Chad just said. You know, there's there certainly were legitimate questions and concerns. And I think that the time it took us to work through those has only benefited our organization and strengthened our relationship. I'll just tack on that it culminated to unanimous board voting recently for the merger. Say, Kate, Now, you came from a successful theater production stint in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. You studied at New York University. You studied at the University of London. And then next thing you know, you're coming to basically small town Bloomington. Would you have imagined that you'd be getting yourself involved in such a big, ambitious project after a few years? You know what? Honestly, yeah. (laughs) Because one of the things that brought me to Bloomington was when I met with Gabe and met with our board members who took me through the interview process back in the summer, fall 2017. Um, And when I came out here, what I learned about the community and about the arts organizations in Bloomington led me to believe that this was a community that was on the cusp of big change. And to me, that was one of the big reasons that I wanted to come here, because I felt like I could participate in that and I could help move the needle, not just for arts and culture in Bloomington, but for the community at large. And so actually, I'm doing exactly what I wanted to be doing when I said yes to this job. Chad, there was an article about you in Bloom Magazine a while ago, and they said that under your aegis, the Bloomington Playwrights Project experienced a, quote, near miraculous renaissance yeah my my, my mother wrote that article uh, <laughs> is a renaissance needed here or are we building on skyscrapers already piercing the <laughs> troposphere <laughs> yeah i mean uh, i mean I, I think yes uh, to all of that i mean we're again what we've accomplished in the past has been really fulfilling but we're all building on our own successes and again, that was part of that vetting process, that fight, because it was like, can we, what can we do anew? And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know if renaissance is the word. It's just, uh, it's almost like a um, Silicon Valley boom uh, that's happening. It's because you're going to see exponential growth. I think of it as a dramatic 
leveling up. I think that once when we looked at this merger, I think we realized that all three organizations were sort of at capacity. Uh-huh. You know, there was really only there wasn't a whole lot more growth that could happen in in the town that we're in with the size of audiences that we have. And so we said, if we're going to level up. I think we really need to come together to be able to widen our reach and expand our impact. And so this is just going to be able to, the, the, the difficult part was just figuring out how we maintain the artistic traditions of all these organizations so that audiences don't lose anything that they know and love, but could be exposed to things perhaps that they weren't traditionally uh, attending. So we felt like by coming together, we could build capacity, grow audiences, and expand our reach uh, in the community and beyond. But I think, John, if we could, can we just maybe go back to a few more quotes from that article, Michael? (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Well, and, and just to piggyback on what John said, one of the big things I'm really excited about is that by joining forces and uh, building a more robust organization with a, a very full theater season and as well, along with film projects and educational endeavors, that we're gonna have more uh, opportunities for local artists and technicians and teaching artists to have regular work at our organization. And that's something that I think all three of our organizations have struggled with in terms of, you know, when you're doing like four or five shows a year, there's not enough work all year round to keep good people employed. And by building our organization, we're going to be able to offer people more reliable employment and hopefully retain those good people. You know, Burlington is such a city of churn and we're really hoping to uh, provide uh, reliable work for artists in our community. The news was just released yesterday. The Bloomington Playwrights Project, the Cardinal Stage Company, and the Pegasus Institute all are getting together to become one thing. And that will take place officially and legally on July 1st, 2022. They don't even have a name yet. Well, they have a name, but they're being very secretive about it. Gosh. Anyway, uh, so our guests have been John Armstrong uh, of Pegasus, Kate Galvin of Cardinal, Chad Rabinovitz of uh, the Bloomington Playwrights Project. Uh, Overseeing us all was Cassie Hocken. She's the marketing manager over at Cardinal. They're all going to be involved in this new thing. And uh, Kate, can you give us again uh, information about the Big Bang? Absolutely. Absolutely. Tickets will be available, I think, this week or Monday, starting next week. Um, For the Big Bang, April 23rd at Willery Mill. It's going to be a great party, and uh, we hope you can make it. So, in other words, bring your wallet and help support these very talented, creative people. You can get tickets for it by going to the Cardinal website. Uh, That's at uh, cardinalstage.org. And, hey, everybody, thanks for joining us on Big Talk. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. Thank you.